Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. I know we have a guest set up, too, uh, so maybe we can go straight to our guest. Uh, Hakeem Abdul, uh, Abdul Hakeem Shabazz, excuse me, uh, the mayoral candidate, the uh, political award-winning writer, uh, commentator, attorney, um, great guy, obviously a guy known very well by this audience. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, Craig, how's it going, my friend? How's it going this morning? Really, really good. A lot of stuff going on. So before I get into the affirmative action questions for you, and I I definitely have them, I I want you to correct me on something if I'm wrong about it, because I've been saying it for a little while here. Uh, Up until the decision the other day, uh, the Supreme Court this month, or at least in the last couple of weeks while rolling out rulings, have been much more liberal uh, than a lot of people would want to admit. They've. I'm not accusing uh, the court of being liberal, but a lot of decisions were going the way of the left and not the way of the right, no matter how much the last 24 hours has convinced most news media outlets and apparently the president of the United States that this Supreme Court only leans one way and only makes decisions one, one way. Examples I could give are election law, Minority voting rights is, I think, how it was described in a lot of media outlets. Native American issues was one of the things they talked about. But there were a lot of rulings that were not easily described or even remotely described as conservative uh, before the decision on affirmative action. Is that right? Well, yes and no. How's that for a nice lawyerly answer this morning? Perfect, man. Um, I I love it. I think what you find the court doing is just basically, based on their interpretation of the Constitution, just being intellectually consistent. On one issue, we believe the Constitution says this. The other one issue, the Constitution says this. It's not just a one, it's not a one size fits all interpretation of the Constitution, at least with the decision as of late. Now, granted, you've got a six to three uh, conservative majority on the court, ideologically conservative, but people at the end of the day, they're being, I would argue, they're being ideologically consistent. Yeah, no, and actually what's just amusing to me, again, is this narrative that you need to pack the court or any of that completely ignores all the moments where, say, uh, the left-leaning news media gets what it wants, so they barely discuss uh, those things that are, quote-unquote, wins for their side. Uh, in the world of affirmative and, and action, and uh, what well, – go ahead. And if, another thing people remember, too, is that most Supreme Court decisions are like 7 to 2 – Eight to one, sure. you know, unanimous. And it's just the it's just the, the issues that we get all kind of worked up over. So we get to five to four, but nine out of ten times, most decisions are a clear majority on the court. That's interesting. So um, let's talk about affirmative action. The decision yesterday uh, did it surprise you? Um, uh, do you have any quick reactions to why you think, from a legal standpoint, the Supreme Court went the way they did? Obviously, it's a good thing to a lot of people who don't think that uh, race should be a as large of a determining factor at getting into school as it seems it's been. Uh, but what were your quick reactions after you saw the decision? I wasn't surprised because the courts were moving this direction for years. I want to say it was Sandra Day O'Connor back in 2004. Uh, with the Supreme Court decision, basically almost predicted this was going to happen. Say, like within 25 years, I don't see us using race as a factor uh, for college admissions. So no one should really be shocked at this. And if you're a college yeah. or university that's got a uh, halfway damn, damn way decent legal team, you've been preparing for this day. <laughs> now, fundamentally, I agree race should not be a factor. However, I do think 
having people from all walks of life, all ideological uh, persuasions, is actually good for colleges, universities, it's actually good for America altogether. Sure. So I think you can still reach the same people who you believe have been sort of you know, disenfranchised from our higher education system, but not necessarily using race as a factor. For example, uh, you can use income. Uh, because, for example, my niece, who's a third-generation college student, why would she need that extra boost when she's got me, her brother, you know, and her, and her grandfather when he was alive? However, and she's a uh, however, if someone if someone poor, rural Appalachia could probably use the help. So you can use income, you can use geography. There, there are lots of things that you can do uh, to get the diversity that you want without necessarily having race as, as a main priority. Sure. No, I, I completely understand that. I think there's been studies that show that in, say, boardrooms and in, in uh, businesses, having diverse perspectives as opposed to one uh, perspective might actually help companies enhance their products more uh, than having uh, people that seem to be, you know, from the same uh, walk of life and have the same uh, life experience. Uh, that being said, and as you said, you just gave some examples to it. I want to move on to some of the other decisions that are likely to come up. Uh, student loan debt forgiveness, uh, one of those ones that'll easily be decided on, I guess, today, since they're running out of days. Uh, what is your expectation on that ruling? Uh, do you think that it's going to go the way of conservatives, the way of of uh, the, you know, kind of liberal hope here? Uh, what is your, you know, um, uh, knee jerk reaction? Uh, and I think it'll probably be decided on some point in the near future. Uh, but here's my thing. I'm predicting what courts are going to do. I try not to do that. Trust me, my Fair friend, enough, man. If I could figure, if I could figure what courts are going to do, we we'd have this conversation. I'd be in Tahiti right now because I just bought an island because I just won the lottery <laughs> nice. uh, 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 a couple of days ago. Yes. Uh, no, I I think um, with student loans, you're going to see uh, more, probably more of a of a straightforward ideological uh, consistency. Uh, yeah. This will be more like more like uh, affirmative action, not necessarily like uh, the Voting Rights Act. Sure. Um, so I would not be surprised if the court throws out. Uh, what the president wants to do. But then again, I try not to predict what courts are going to do. So okay, here, let me, let me I, ask I, you a I, little I, more. I love predicting the actions of my wife. Yeah. No. <laughs> I do the Supreme Court. No. Amen, man. Let me ask you with a little more specificity as a novice who does, who barely understands this. So um, um, bear with me if you don't mind. What I understand the issue to be is uh, standing in the case for either of the two um, uh, court cases <laughs> that came up against uh, the student loan debt forgiveness. Because from what I've, I've seemed to ca- uh, gather, if the Supreme Court can judge whether or not the president has the authority uh, via any kind of thing that he cited as authority to do this, they'll say no. Uh, the president has easily uh, outreached his power and forgiving student loans at this level is is definitely uh, wrong. Uh, but the only way in which they might fail to have that be the decision they make is if they decide that both of those cases do not have standing to be brought in front of the Supreme Court to begin with. Is that is that exactly. the right way exactly. to... Yeah, because the one case was uh, the one kid who said he wanted more student loan debt relief, and the other one yes. was the uh, well, the student loan debt company saying, hey, we're going to lose money. I don't necessarily think that gets you the, the standing that, that you want sure. or need. But once again, we'll see what happens this afternoon. Sure. Cool. Well, thank you very much for all of that um, uh, and for giving me a little bit more clarity on everything and actually also counseling me on never trying to predict the actions of my own wife. You're a very wise man, sir. I've been married for 14 years. Haven't, uh, haven't got there by accident. So. <laughs> Amen. Abdul Hakeem Shabazz uh, running for mayor. Uh, check out everything. Abdul for uh, Thanks again. Quick break. A lot more. Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.